Hello, folks. This is a bonus. These are some some things that I forgot when we were talking about this whole issue concerning with single mothers, the whole LGBT thing and whatnot. And I just want to clear some aspects out of the air and explain certain observations and certain issues and ideas that will help men navigate through the new what 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 is it called the new order thinking that has to take place in the future because we're now heading to part four which i have decided to make it into something of the nature of a story about the future of the world through a man's eyes, through a young boy's eyes, if nothing is taken care of and nothing is solved, and part five being more of a stream of consciousness thing concerning what do we do with those that are still stuck between two aspects of the world, um, the world that he has accepted and the world that he needs to accept and needs to come into for to the realization in all terms, in all ways that we are in another particular cycle of humanity that must be navigated through because very possibly this might be the final cycle of humanity, possibly, but even if, if that's the case, and even if you have to think in those directions, what are you going to do as a human living in this, as a, as a, as a person, what are you going to do as a person to make your life as a man successful, even when the whole world is breaking down into a billion pieces? Even if the whole world around you is breaking down to a billion pieces, that is what power, especially at this particular time, truly is. That's my explanation for it. Now, I want to explain something about the transgender thing and all the rest of it that I did not mention so much when I was talking about the elite and women and why a majority of millennial women a smattering of Gen Z women and the generations after are going to be a part of the elite because they, the elite will bring them the received to a lot of these women, alpha males with beta male tendencies. These look, what we say alpha and beta, these are just motion. These are just motions of action. These are not straight jackets, just like hypergamy's not a straight jacket. They are motions of action that men take in order to get where they want to go in life. The problem is society is not allowing them to allowing men to express themselves in both sexual, physical, mental, and um somewhat emotional, but not, not always emotional, but especially in rational and logic matters. They're not doing that, and this is why our society is breaking apart. But I wanted to explain that that particular aspect. You have to understand that for all throughout history, in that they were connected to the elites of the world. I mentioned a little bit there, but with transgenderism and all the rest of it, with all of them all over the world, they were connected to the elites of the world, either as concubines, prostitutes, and that sort of thing. And in similar ways, aspects of that particular thing has not changed. It has not changed. And one of the things that people need to recognize and understand about this is that related to, unfortunately, to the concealed asterisk, issue is that you need to look out throughout all history how societies 
handle that concealed asterisk and its links to the L to what is considered Unix, the Castrati, all the rest of it. You need to see the links to that. Once you understand the links to all of these things and, and whatnot, you begin to understand why. In many cases, LGBT, especially with transgenderism, will always be connected to the elites of a particular country. And sadly, as much as anybody who is pro-LGBT and pro-transgender women they will always be connected to, even though a lot of them are socialists, communists, Marxists, and the rest of it, Rose Twitter, DSA, all the rest of it, they will always be connected to some form of the elite structures of the world. They will always be connected to it because they were connected to it in the past, they're connected to it in the future. They're connected into it there. They will be connected to the future now. There is no two ways about it. But then you're saying, oh, if they're always going to be connected to the elite, does that mean that we are anti-elite? Does that mean that this thing has to be destroyed in order for us to have a social order that will be successful again. Let me make this very fucking clear. The elite don't care. The elite of the world don't care. If it was just damn trying to do the whole thing with the LGBT and certain women and all the rest of these things, it doesn't even matter. They don't care. They give the perception and they even teach the children. This is the problem with, with how they raise their kids. They give the perception that they are moral. They give off airs to say that we teach our children in these certain ways. Forget about what the perception is and look into the actual reality of what their children are being taught and why they use Christianity and all the rest of these things. You haven't asked your questions why. How can you be doing one but supporting this for everybody else? Wouldn't it be more advantageous to do the things you do and give it to everybody else. This is the fundamental problem about business. Not everybody is going to succeed. Just because, and this is another thing that people don't understand about the elites, the leaders of the world and all the rest of these things, just because they believe in that particular thing doesn't mean they always follow all of their precepts, just like human beings, just like the rest of humanity does. As above, so below. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? as above, so below in certain cons, in certain ways. So they will always be a part of the elite because especially with the technology, medical technologies being what they are and how they handle all of this particular things and how they handle surgeries, you have to be upper middle class to near rich according to the way the tax base is in order to get those particular types of surgeries. Nobody is going to deny what they were in the past. That's not what anybody has done. The problem is, is that why are people forced, men are forced to accept 
women bullshitting at every single aspect of the dating market, of relationships, and all the rest of these things to the detriment of both themselves and men. Why do they do, why do women do this? We just explained some of the reasons why. Why do men have to accept everything as dateable and fuckable? Why is society outright have concentrated all their energies when it comes to men's sexuality on telling men what is dateable, what is fuckable, and who is going to be your wife, who will be able to have children, how the children are going to be raised, how the children are going to succeed. Why are they doing this? Because they don't respect y'all and they don't respect y'all understanding of what a woman is to you. What they see in us and in other people and in other cultures is that they can be manipulated to accept anything they want because all they want out of y'all is influence for their own bullshit. Y'all understand what I'm trying to tell you? They only want influence for their own bullshit. They're not into business to make money. Even Steven, even uh, Simon Ceziak has stated this. A lot of businesses are not in the place to make money. They're there to produce affluence. They have been saying this for decades. Y'all play yourselves thinking that it's only about money. It was never about money. It was about gaining access to either a female, either to a fetish of a female or a fetish of the world. It was to gain access to politicians. It was to gain access to a social order. It was to gain access to all these other things. From Cosmopolitan Magazine, if the, if the traditional conservatives want to blame anybody for anything, they can no longer blame porn. They got to blame. They have to blame Cosmo Magazine. They have to blame it completely and utterly. They are the reasons why. This was the major entity in the mainstream media. The major entity in the mainstream media that used the concept of the you that what they used the scare tactic of pornography in order to get women not only to accept a misguided version of their own sexual natures and to fuck over men that had a sexual nature and told them not to express it and told them it's not to be expressed because if it is expressed, that person's going to prison. And they admitted this in recent videos connected to the Catholic Church and the churches in the United States, of course, the evangelicals. They admitted to such there. They have been, especially the millennials and the Gen Zers, have been snake bit into believing that <clears throat> the way that children are raised is the way your child is going to be raised. When it turns out it may be for a lot of women in the reverse, 
there is a concept that Michael Tessarian talked about. Other people also believe in this concept is that for self-discovery, a woman in who was actually trying to become a bird to find other types of agency in certain ways beyond their sexuality need usually go through the domestication aspect of having a child in order to find herself, not in the way that you think, and not in the way that Tessarian says most women do, and most women do it because they hate themselves or they want to be children again, but in a certain context, it's the way to find themselves in the same way with men in a different context. Because men and women are different. Because a lot of millennial women had their children way too early, especially in the inner cities. We're having this problem with the situations where they have been, they do all these things. Everybody wondering why they fake, why they, the children came too early. The children came earlier. Whereas, <clears throat> whereas with a lot of these millennial women who are about 18 to 23, 23, 24, they're not having kids. They had to wait until they're 32 and they just don't have, not the energy per se, but they just don't have it in them. They're scared beyond anything of, you know, basic fear about losing kids, all the rest of these things, how they're going to lose the weight, that sort of thing. You get what I'm trying to say here? So in that particular aspect, y'all going to have to understand how things are seen in that particular direction. I think a lot of women have done themselves a disservice, especially a lot of these women in the working world who have led it, that have done themselves a disservice in saying they're not going to have children. I think that a part of themselves have, will always be missing. I think a lot of millennial women... It, 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 this is an interesting comment also done by um what's his name sharp has said this rich not rich cooper has also said this ryan stone has said this in particular about women need to be kicked and screamed into their freedom. Kicked and screamed into their freedom, unfortunately. Some of them do. Uh, for a lot of millennials, it's a lot of older millennials, but the unfortunate truth is we as adults, and they are adults, they don't act like kids. They don't want to be treated like kids. A lot of these adults are hurt. We have to make a, a preparedness and an understanding of preparedness that a lot of these particular women, unfortunately, are going to be alone for the rest of their lives. On some, A lot of them are, unfortunately, because especially now, I don't want another generation of men, especially now, to go through the simping stage and then accept a single mother whose father is, who the children's father is still alive, still kicking, all the rest of it. And that young man <clears throat> will have to pay out of his own money plus all the things that he has to pay as a student and all the rest of these things, taxes, car payments, all the rest, he is going to also have to pay for another man's kids on top of the other responsibilities that he must pay for. 
I do not want that to continue to happen because they have convinced, society convinced him that this is the best option for his legacy. Children are compliments to a man's legacy. I want men to start thinking in that direction. It's not about the hatred of children because children should not be hated. We were all children once. We all make mistakes as children and all the rest of these things. But there's Nikola Tesla and there's everybody else. But Tesla's legacy lives on. His name lives on. Just like women are compliments to your life, children are compliments to your legacy. This does not diminish children at all. It raises them to a level to say, if they come, you got to take care of them as part of your legacy. They are a part of your legacy. You got to do things to allow them to have a legacy and to have to have things for themselves and to have, <clears throat> have parts of your legacy to push forward. A lot of people are not ready for the, not ready for it because I'm going to make this clear. Not everyone is going to have children. Not a lot of millennial men are going to have children. I think that they were cheated out of basic family structure and family formation because of our society. I think that in the United States, in one aspect, as I love this country to death, and I love what the Constitutional Republic means, now and forever, this country has to be punished on the very basis that they did not allow men who weren't always sexualized, who didn't see all these women out there and whatnot, they should be punished for the way they have treated the majority of their men, especially those who are white and a lot of them who are black, on the denial of family formation within their own localized structures and the way and the places that they live locally they deny them family formation we are in deficit because of this all over the world the same thing with japan they deny a lot of their men family formation whether people like it or they don't and i want to make one thing clear before I go to the next problem about all of this, and I mean this sincerely, I don't think that a lot of white men, black men, Latinos, and other Asians see Asian women or those that are of Asian and Pacific Islander persuasion as a fetish. I don't believe people see it that way. But the same problems that they have trying to formulate families here, they're going to suffer if they're going to go outside to see other relationships to with other women over there. A neck beard is a neck beard no matter where that person grows. That woman does not see that man as any type of sexual, any fucking thing. They're making gigantic mistakes into thinking that all the niceness in the world and all the day in the world and all the day in the world is going to save them. They are going, one of the things that people don't understand and they refuse to accept is that a lot of these dudes and main mistake, a lot of these dudes are still trying to get over what happened to them in high school for many, many years. And some of them are saying, oh, bullying, you need to come back and all the rest of these things to keep these people in line and all the rest of it. I understand some of their concerns. I don't think... <clears throat> 
bullying is anywhere good. I don't think bullying is, is anything good at all. But a lot of these, a lot of these men, especially with the internet, uh, we explained this in part three and explained this in part two a little bit that a lot of these men in this society are trying to get over the things they're trying to get over. And since Miserly Loves Company, they're in these groups that could pretty much as pretty much black pills them all the time. The issue has always been how, what are you going to do with the rest of your days? A lot of these people think they're smart. They're not. A lot of them, these people think they're going to be successful in Asia. They're not. A lot of these people think they're going to this, that, any other thing. They're not. What I am trying to prevent is for younger men coming up to not be falling into the single mother game. That's what I'm doing this for because I do not believe a lot of my a lot of the millennial men in this society have any fucking clue that their women have gone into the elite, that they do not give a fuck about them. I do not think they have a clue. Now that I did this specials on time, on schedule, and every and every other day. I was able to tell y'all this is the way it's going to be. This is the way it's happening. This is the new order thinking that Mr. Tomasi is talking about. People get what I'm trying to say here. But what I am trying to explain to everyone here is simple. Just because you think you're smart, you think you're talented, you think you can do things on the computer and all the rest of these things, there's other men all over those particular countries in Asia that have gone through the same types of things that you've done and gone through the same types of high school situations you're from. They still can't get no fucking wear. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? You think that you're going to have the same types of things happen over in America that you had over in the, that's going to be transferred in Japan or do the same as that thing. Nope, you have to change aspects of your behavior that you feel as though is going to be a issue or a problem is going to be an issue or all these other days over there. You're going to have to change the way you, you dress. You're going to have to change the way you do certain things. You're going to have to be more receptive and be more honorable as you said you are. You're going to be ultimately have to be a little bit more conservative, conservative than people think that you are. You also, in another sense, that there is an aspect of this that says you're not as young as you think you are. And you can't play the same types of bullshit that were acceptable in certain places that is in now that you were in a different place and all the rest of these things. But there is a certain amount of freedom that comes with this. And there are certain amounts of other things concerning with responsibility and all the rest of it that you need to accept. You just can't go there and say, oh, this, any other thing and all the rest of it. I understand absolutely that There is a point where you don't want to be dealing with the bullshit that you have. And you don't want to be dealing with the nonsense that people that 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 people have accepted. And I understand that. But a lot of you are not as smart as you think you are. A lot of you have accepted a different type of cultural imagination that maybe not is that maybe not is normie or normal or not what they consider normal core or what the hell have you but it is still not conducive to success the reason why i have made the decision is because that 
in my own decision to move on is that I do not believe certain things in my personal life are going to change unless I change it. And a lot of it is going to have to do with the way this country behaves and the way certain parts of society behave and the way they have embarrassed and de-incentivized things that are not conducive to raising a family here. That's why I move more. I, I feel as though I've reached a point in my life that we got to go into some, some other place. I do not believe that in, 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 in a sense that I'm safe. I'm not saying safety for the safe sake for safety's sake or, oh, because I'm scared of these things, I'm not scared of a lot of shit. I'm not. But there comes a point in there, it's not about running away. It's not even about running away. It's the realization that if you do certain things, Knowing that you never done anything horrible and did, but if you do certain things to protect yourself, you gonna get caught. You gonna get caught up in the bullshit. And I do not want to get caught up in the bullshit. That's why I have to do what I have to do. I don't want to. I don't want to. God almighty, I don't want to. But shit has reached to a point where it's not going to get solved. It's not going to get soft, so we have to move on. We have no choice. We have no choice. So things have to be done the way they have to be done. But for a lot of you, you're not in the same situation your host is in. A lot of you do not need to go into another place, in another country, and all, all these other things to get what you want. No. No. A lot of you motherfuckers... I told you that if you're not willing to be alone, y'all gonna have to get ready to do that other shit. I said it. You're not ready to be alone because the first thing it is, is all women are out there to trap you in her game and trap you in her frame. You are supposed to control the frame in every single point of that particular relationship. If you don't control the frame, there is no fucking way we're going to talk. There's no fucking reason to be in a relationship. No fucking reason. You can't control the frame in any form of relationship. You have to control the frame. If you're not willing to control the frame, but you know you're sexually active and all the rest of it, you don't want to change your aspects of life and all the rest of these things so you can have a life that is successful by yourself at least. If you cannot find a woman to compliment your life and all the rest of these things, but you know you're sexually active and you know this, that, and the other thing and whatnot, then you're going to have to do the shit. Back in the day, that was not feasible because back in the day, women know what they were supposed to do. Basically, Cosmo and all these other motherfuckers out here told women some, some other story and it is difficult for them to get rid of that story. Difficult for them. For us, we have no choice. They have been given a space. And y'all gonna have to figure out how to survive through that space, through that new order thinking. Can we come together as men and women or is this the end? I'm saying it, it, it may not even matter. I'll explain that in episode four. It may not even matter. What is the use? Because we're gonna have a society. I want things to be better. All the rest of these things. Too many motherfuckers have said those exact things. I'm not being blackpilled, but that don't mean that it's going to become, that it's going to benefit society.
It doesn't mean it's for the benefit of society always, but we need families in order to make sure that we have a, a, a functioning society. Problem is a lot of millennial women do not are not ready to become mothers. A lot of Gen Z women are not ready to become mothers at this particular point. And the next two generations after, when they become of age, I don't even think they're going to be ready to be mothers as well. I think the disasters of what has happened with COVID-19 and all the rest of it is going to cause a lot of serious problems in the future. I do not believe a lot of the things that people are saying are going to happen. That's why I said, be prepared that this thing is going to end up the way it's going to end up. That doesn't mean black people. I said, just be prepared for the inevitability that all the things that they're promising, future technologies, all the rest of these things might come back to bite us in the ass. Because if all those future technologies are basically trying to not get us into Mars, but are basically more the same things that the internet was supposed to solve, or supposed to mitigate, or even supposed to promote in a positive manner, were all done in negative manners, then any type of new technology anybody is saying outside in the conspiracy world or called Wu world or all these other things will come and bite humanity in the ass. It's not that we don't need any new technology. That's not what it is. What we now need is an understanding about ourselves as human beings. Can this shit that has happened since 1965, in particular with the whole concept of family formation and all the rest of this, can it survive past 2021? And I am saying absolutely not. And why? Because we have birth control for women. We have <clears throat> things that prevent birth in women. They control who decides whether which type of dude they want to fuck that will become the father of their children. They make that decisions, not us, not us in the regular sort of world. And what it has done, it has exacerbated issues that have gone with class, with race, with all these other things. It has exacerbated those issues so that we have a cons we have this woke culture that is basically look leaning towards into what Jason G Jason Jordan Gianni has stated in Prometheus and his other books, the breakaway culture. That is what woke culture is, will soon become. That's what I'm basically saying that we are at the point where, unfortunately, women, millennial women, many gen answers, and a lot of the rest of the next couple of generations, females will all join or all be a part of or will accept whatever the elite tells them to accept. That is why I said that it doesn't even matter in the end of the analysis. They're going to accept what you're going, they're going to accept. My main concern <clears throat> has always been if this is the case. If this is part of the new order, what do we do as younger men, as older men to at least develop the abilities to have families and all the rest of it with the with what we are just seeing now? One of the things that we're going to have to recognize in society at this particular point and before I end it here today, it's almost 40 minutes long, and I'm going to make this short, is the concept of these fetishes that women accept. I think that one of the reasons why we're in such a humongous problem concerning with sets and how we meet each other, how they, is because they place fetishes on men that are disproportionately, disproportionately devastating to a man's ability to find a mate. Because here's what I'm basically trying to say here. What I'm basically saying is this. I believe that women have a concept of men that has not changed in, in many years. 
The fetishes come from performance in sexual matters. So a dude with six-pack abs who basically has nothing else but is able to bring about other people around them, regardless if they're homosexual and all the rest of these things, or even if they're fishmen, even if they look like fish, if they look like the devil, if they have shark teeth or, or shark, shark fins or what have you, it doesn't even matter if they're all doing um, furry stuff in that particular city. If they're infernum and whatnot. Look, and it's even worse. There was something I saw on the internet recently concerning with a cosplay character of Astolfo from Fate Apocrypha, who is Korean. This cosplayer is Korean. And yes... In part of the meme, he showed his member. All the women went wild. They didn't care that this dude dressed up like a girl. They didn't get it. All they care about is this dude's member was, you guessed it, big enough than all the other Asian men that are out there, which means he can perform at the time Women want those type, any type of men with those, with any type of looks and whatnot to perform. The dude who's just there to dress was deeply embarrassed by it. Do you see what I'm trying to state here? Women's fetishes. And I'm not saying that it is what it is, but I'm just saying it is what it is. Women's fetishes are detrimental to men's opportunities for family formation. Period. End of discussion. It is detrimental to it. That doesn't mean they can't be sexual. Doesn't mean that women can't be sexual. It doesn't mean that women, women's agency being sexuality is a bad or good thing. It becomes a bad thing when it, that particular woman fetishizes what men are supposed to be or men supposed to be like, or fetishize a type of man and puts different types of hats around them, but the basic structure still remains. Dumb, six-pack abs, large what have you, large manhood, and all the rest of it because it is perceived of dealing with their firmware, of how women firmware works, they perceive that this type of man, regardless if he's space alien or whatnot, if he still got those particular dings that they think they may have, this is the concept of the peacock fetters and how they generate or how they perceive or how they imagine what men should be like is the same way the peacock female projects her wishes of what a peacock should look like on this particular ass thing. On, on, on this particular day. On what of the day. Those leading to the certain fetishes that they accept, BSDM, all these other things, Fat, all the rest of it. It is that those types of fetishes are detrimental to the majority of men out there. It's a way it's it's detrimental to that. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't have any sort of sexual um things to allow them to release. They shouldn't have any sexual peccadillos. That's not what we're saying here. But we have to be concise and clear with this. If they are using these concepts into denying those men who may not be doing the whole nice man thing and all the rest of it, who may just be looking for somebody to be with, who may be even looking for a mother of the children and all the rest of it, 
if they're using those types of fetishes to deny other men a chance to be with them and to add their end to at least give them a chance. Even if it doesn't work out like men do there, we move on and whatnot. If they're using those fetishes to deny other men today, that is a humongous problem. And that needs to be severely curtailed. I don't believe after looking through the whole porn thing, through all the rest of these things, I don't believe outside of the dark acts, and you know what those dark acts are, outside of things that have to do with swallowing or guru, which is bloodletting or BSDM, I do not believe that men's peccadillos, or shall we say fetishes, are detrimental to their sexual health. I do not believe so. I think that a lot of the fetishes that are connected to are deeply involved with what is considered to be bad influences in people's lives, started by women first, as a form of denying certain men their shine and and trying to control the alpha male from leaving her own sphere of influence or in turn doing that and keeping a certain amount of men around them so they have to perform all these types of acts cross-dressing this that, and the other thing um all other special sexual peccadillos and whatnot it started by women or it is influenced by women to the point where it becomes deeply in it deeply dangerous to everyone involved especially the woman that's why it needs to those aspects need to be severely curtailed lgbt in and of itself is inert cannot destroy anybody unless it goes after a child it's inert it, it did nobody should worry about it. but once it reaches children that's the limit it cannot be do they cannot be doing it a lot of these issues with Desmond is awesome. All the rest of these things is started by their mothers. It's not started by their husbands. The husbands allow it because they do not have any options in society as the way they look and the way they dress and the way they handle themselves and all the rest of these things to go find someone else to be the mother of their children. Because at that particular point, if the mother is accepting all of this, it's time to leave that woman. It's time. They refuse to have set boundaries in order for them to, in order for the family to survive. Men do not set boundaries. They, once men set, start setting boundaries on things that women shouldn't do around them, a lot of shit in society is going to change. So one of the things they had to do, some of these things have to be severely curtailed, plus those other things that we already know are illegal and whatnot, those things have to be severely curtailed. Those things will have to be severely curtailed. Those fetishes that women accept and all the rest have to be severely curtailed in that particular sense. The LGBT is inert. You should just move on your lives. It's not, don't worry about that shit. It's bullshit. Once they get into the issues with children and all that, then you start complaining. But when it, when it comes to all these other things and whatnot concerning uh, women's fetishes, it has to be severely curtailed because they hurt men more than they hurt women. And ultimately, it hurts them back via, well, you can call it karma, you can call it this, this that, and the other thing. It hurts them worse, not in that particular sense when it's happening now, but when it's going to happen in the future, you might say, oh, it was fun, this, that, and the other thing. But in the end of the analysis, do you worry about that? I don't even think they could worry into that particular point. Most women don't even worry about the future. Unfortunately, in our generation in particular, they don't even worry about the future. They just worry about the things now. In, in a philosophical and context, it may be successful, but in any other context, it's not going to work, especially with the way this society is structured, 
especially with the way that this society is structured. So in the end of the analysis, that has to be curtailed. If we're even going to have a future, it's just what it is. It's not because, oh, I, I don't like women or all that, and I'm not, I'm denying their sexual prowess. I'm not denying them anything. They're, look, this is just evil psych, folks. They dress, all men, all men can be dressed in so many different ways. They can be lizard men, distant men, savage dragon, um, even with half bones, all the rest of it. They can do all the rest of the shit they want to do. You understand? They still put them in six pack abs, large members, dumb minds. They don't care. They want those that can produce force. Women love violence more than men do. They want men to produce force. And that means if they do magical tricks, they're vampires, they do this, that, and the other thing, they expose this type of sexuality and all the rest of these things. You know, even with vampires, that particular thing with vampires, this was the only way they could get away with LGBT type things back in the day so again it goes back to what women's fetishes are you know what i'm saying so all of those things it may be all different hats but it's the same structure that has not changed i was in that particular type of structure at one time in my life too didn't get me nowhere Men's attitudes have to change towards that. That's all that needs to be said. Thank you for listening. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Edit, Overcast, and soon to be on Stereo and wherever you get your radio shows. I mean, Stereo, the app. That's what I mean. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys later on this week for part four of the Beyond This Earth specials. Take care and we'll see you guys then.